We'll do it live. Fuck it. You're listening to the Ranger Things podcast. Things. We're recording on Sunday, December 3rd. I'm Carlo Montagnino, and I'm joined by Brendan Lyons. Hello. And Dave Pacheco. Oh, yeah. Can you dig it? As always, you can visit RangerThingsPodcast.com and subscribe for free to get access to content, newsletters, and more. You can also follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search Ranger Things Podcast. We'd love for you to be a part of the show. So send an email to contact at rangerthingspodcast.com. You can also subscribe to the show using your favorite podcast service. And if you do, we'd appreciate your ratings and reviews. All right, let's get into it. Big week in Ranger World. Uh, we're still the best team in the league, right? I think so. Accurate. Um, yeah, it's been pretty good. But Actually, before, let, me fact, let me fact check that. Uh, while you fact well, check <laughs> that, uh, I'm no, going to go. With the win over San Jose tonight, we are, in fact, uh, a point ahead of the Vegas Knights. Ooh. And two games. We have two games in hand as well. So, yes, we are nah. the best team in the league. Excellent. Best, best hockey team in the league. And, and this coming week, we have three games. Uh, Tuesday, the, the 5th against Ottawa, uh, at Ottawa. Saturday, the 9th at Washington. And then finishing up that doubleheader, Sunday, no, Sunday the 10th? Yeah, the 10th, yeah. Hey, can, uh, at, uh, versus wanna, the Kings. I just want to interrupt you for a second here. Yeah, please. Carlo, because tonight against the Sharks wrapped up the first of five back-to-back games this month for the Rangers. Wild. What the fuck is – like every week is one midweek game and then a back-to-back on the weekend. I've been I was actually thinking about this, not because of uh, the back-to-back games, which – I saw the tweet you put out. It, it blew my mind how crazy this is. But just thinking about NHL schedule making, and mm-hmm. I'm like, this can't be that hard. No. It can't be that hard. I'm, but- I get it. It's tough. I mean, Madison Square Garden is a very popular venue, and there's another professional team that plays there. But, again, I mean, it's, this is not the first time we've done this. So- I mean, this, the circus does not come to MSG anymore. So what? what is the problem? I don't know. Billy it's just Joel, Billy Joel, it's fucking <laughs> Billy Joel, the Knicks and the Rangers. Um, That's it. But yeah, I don't know if they're just fucking free base and heroin, like with, <laughs> in Rob Brindamore's basement. You know, you might be right. Fuck Rod the Nature Boy Brindamore. <laughs> Rod the Nature Boy. Oh, I'm natural. Um, <laughs> but Brendan, to your point about those double headers, you know, the Sunday game against LA. Regarding your tweet, I think that's. Something oh, worth talking about. One. Circle it. That's, yeah. Quickie's going to start that one. Well, I th- what's cool about so they have eleven more dub. They have eleven more back to back, back to back game scenarios left this season. So that means we're getting at least eleven more quickie starts, which means there's enough opportunity for Quick to break that American goaltender wins record this mm-hmm. year with the Rangers. Well, and it would be countdown on that. Uh, we will have one by the by next episode. I will do the research on that. Um, it's uh, it's I think it's around eight, but I'll eight more I'll, wins. I'll get those numbers. Yeah, eight more wins. Uh, and it, it'd be just extra sweet if one of them was against the Kings next. Oh, week. that that would be nice. Um, 
let's let's chat a little bit about our November points predictions. Um, we were all a little bit off. Dave less so. So, Dave, I guess you'll win that. But we were all under. We predicted 12, 13, and 14 points for the remainder of November. And they've exceeded that. Um, I didn't even do the math. It was like three more, three I or think, four more points. Weren't they? No, they were. Aren't weren't they nine, two, and one in the month of November? Yeah, but we we shaved off that first week, uh, so yeah. it's from the sixth. But I mean, it's a great still, month, <laughs> yeah, a phenomenal still, month, still. and I'm happy that we all lost this one. But Dave, yeah, so yeah, that's, I, we'll give it to you. I think I think the reason for all of us uh, falling falling under the mark is our um, general. Uh, cautiousness as a Ranger fan, you know, always waiting for the the sh- the other skate to drop, so to yeah. speak. Uh, and you know, we've been burned many times before when we see a hot team come out, and um, it looks like fingers crossed, they're for real. Like this is yeah. Yeah. this is who they are. Uh, yeah, you know, it's and then there's you know we were dealing with a lot of injuries. We're still dealing with a lot of injuries, but yeah, there's just a real a real next man up mentality. Uh, I'm, I'm really, really impressed with what this team is. You know, th- th- there's only been a couple of nights where they've come out and just look like an absolute dominant force start to finish. Right. I-, I don't think they're playing. I think Keandre Miller was quoted by saying they're not even playing their best hockey yet. Right. Uh, and I think that's accurate. I don't think, I think they're still playing a very incomplete brand of hockey, but they're just, enough into the structure that they could defend well and Panarin's a bad, bad man. I mean, <laughs> he's just a fucking beast. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I just think they're going to get better. And they're, I don't know, they're, they're finding new ways to win. They're getting contributions from everywhere. It's, an ex, it's, a, it's a happy time in Ranger Town. I mean, we've had what, two comeback wins this week. Three? Nashville. I was out. I was out for the. I saw Nashville late. Um, we were behind say... in that game, right? I think we, yeah, were, we were definitely behind in that game. For so sure. three come from behind wins this week. Yeah. And well, did we, we fall it, behind to Detroit? Yeah, we did. I mean, yeah, and it's impressive. It's impressive. Uh, yeah, we were down twice by two goals to Nashville. Yeah, and we figure out a way to come back. You know, I, I think a lot of it is, a lot of it's Igor. Uh, you know, I know Igor's had some struggles, but when you know, remember he's still coming off that injury. Uh, I think at some point Igor's gonna like something's gonna click, and we're gonna see like top, you know, high end Igor, Vesna mm-hmm. quality Igor. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if he's going to stumble a little bit, now's the time to stumble. Yeah, you know, and you know, I, I uh, think his stumbles are not—they're not really yeah. st- like they're stumbles for Igor for his caliber. A bad, yeah, a bad night for Igor is still above average across the league. Yeah, so. exactly. And um, and a lot, you know, we we you know we'd be remiss to say that you know it was—it's not all his fault. You know, most times, yeah, it's some goals he should have, but like there are a lot of instances of. Defensive breakdown uh, breakdowns, mm-hmm. which have let left him high and dry, or you know, too many uh, odd man rushes and, and and things of the like, or he's just uh you know ha- tries to do too much because yeah. because of that uh, defensive breakdown, and 
you know, two errors human no. to forgive is divine. And, yeah. and like you guys say, I, I think once the system fully uh, is fully actualized, you know, I think we're at about 75 percent, 80 percent on the on the on the high end of what Lobs has been trying to do and, and, and imbue on this uh, team. Uh, but once it's clicking at, at, at full, you know, full, full steam, I think it's it's lights out. It's going to be a fucking scary team. Uh, any team that plays the Rangers in the future. And I'm happy for that to hit 100% like in February. Like we don't need that now. Uh, oh, absolutely. Like, get, just... get them hot and raring to yeah. go for the, for the, for the playoffs. Let's, let's fucking do this shit. And I, I want to put a pin in what you said about Shesterkin because I have, a, I have a couple notes in games this week where he is trying to do too much in terms of like playing the puck. There's mm-hmm. like, there's like, five or six times this week where he tried to play the puck and just put the puck in like a stupid spot. Right. Not, not trusting the defenseman to actually play correctly. Or he like throws a pass like at the top of a circle. Like he's, he's trying to do a little bit much again. He's not knocking the circuit, but just let it like he gets, he's getting antsy, I think. Right. And, and, And not even just that, like with playing the puck, it's, um, there's an overcommitment to, uh, one side or the other of a player is uh, rushing from, you know, the left or right side and he's over committing and putting himself out of position Yes, in certain plays. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but, he'll be fine. But, but before we dive more into the Rangers, we have a couple of items we want to talk about. I mean, it has been actually kind of a crazy week in, in the NHL. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Has. But we'll start. What do you mean? <laughs> well, let's start with let's, some of the, easy... let's worm on into the topics of the week. <laughs> Well, before before we worm on in, um, the All Star Game they've announced the format is going to be uh, a, a team captain drafts a team. I think that was fun last time they did it. Um, Ovi famously begged to be picked last so he can get a free car, um, which I think he ended up getting one anyway to give to charity. Uh, but yeah, it, it was it made the All Star Game fun and not just like stupid because it is kind of I mean it, it is kind of stupid. Um, I don't really watch you. Uh, do you guys watch the All Star Game? Uh, I I watch the I watch the events, and then I'll sometimes I'll mm-hmm. watch the game. It's just you know, it's just one of those things. It's like if I catch it on, you know, hey, I'll, I'll pop in. If you know, it, I don't know. It's just never ever really, you know, caught my attention. I I actually, <laughs> funny enough, to, to bring up the '94 shit, the last. The only All Star game I think I watched to completion was the '94 one. In when, M- that was in MSG. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like I think that was the last one. I mean, you had Leach, Graves, Messier, and Richter in the fucking, mm-hmm. and it was at the Garden. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, the, last, the last the last All Star game I watched, Brendan. We actually we were in Brooklyn at what's that the that Red was it the Blackhawks bar? Mm-hmm. That was Windy, Windy the, City. Was it Windy City? Yeah. Yeah, Windy yeah. City, yeah. Yeah, that which was a fun night. I definitely uh, tore, uh, tied one on that night. But that was the last All-Star <laughs> game I watched. Um, just, how, many, yeah, uh, how many Rangers do you think are in the All-Star game this year? Well, I think they do the one per team, guaranteed. And then maybe we get like one or two more just as a result of filling spots. So I mean, who, it's going to be Shesterkin. It's got to be. I think it's Panarin. Be Panarin. Panarin, Shesterkin. 
I think it's Panarin's the Panarin is the player that the team selects, the the league selects, mm-hmm. and, then and then we the, get to vote, right? Fans get to vote. We, vo- we vote the extra picks. Yes. Yeah, so. what, what do you think about Lafreniere getting in? I think he's got oh, a strong. I, I, I love think, it. I, I think, think the fans trajectory. Him in. I yeah, think I the fans mm-hmm. will vote him in. That'd be good. But maybe we uh, start that. We are a pro Lafreniere for the All Star Game vote. Yeah, podcast. Let's start. Let's get. Let's. We're gonna, get the, we're gonna get. We're gonna get. Yeah, we're, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna get the vote out. Um, we're gonna have vans in everyone's city. Um, yes, you know, to sign people up to get Lafreniere in the All Star Game. So keep on the lookout in your local cities for a for, white van, no marks uh, on the van, just completely white. Uh, two guys with ski masks on. Don't be afraid. Just approach them and tell them you want to vote for Lafreniere for an All Star game. Come, we'll give you a ride to the polling station. We got a fi- fish yeah. fry afterwards. The whole thing, as long as you just vote for Lafreniere, you're in. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love it. This is how Kennedy a, got elected. I love a. I love a. Yeah, it is. I love a. I good thought it was the fashion, I love a good old fashioned P Diddy <laughs> rock the vote. Yeah. Vote or die. Campaign. Yeah. Um. All right. So the All Star game. So speaking of All Stars and. Uh, Corey Perry. Like we have to kind of speak about this. Speaking of all stars, speaking of all stars, Corey Perry. So I'll 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 lay the, I'll lay the groundwork here, and then we'll we'll, we'll get everyone's opinion. But Corey Perry um, stopped practicing with the team about a two a week and a half ago. The the Blackhawks, um, and then the team said nothing about it. Then the agents came out, and oh, we're parting ways somehow. Then a bunch of rumors started circulating. Then. You know they they waived him with the re, with the goal mm-hmm. of killing the contract, and the rumors spiraled into basically um, they had to get rid of him because he banged uh, Bedard's mom, which again is a rumor. So so much so that when he was actually uh, his contract was actually terminated, there was a press conference saying that you know where the organization came out and said it has nothing to do with other players or their families. Corey Perry put out a statement saying the same thing. Corey Perry hints at like substance abuse, alcohol specifically. Alcohol um, specifically, yeah. But yeah. you know, he he did something fucked up within the Blackhawks organization. Re- it had to be real fucked up if they're not gonna like if they're not just gonna put him through the player program. Right. But here's like I don't know what he did, so I'm not gonna comment on the severity of what he did. Right. Uh but Here's what I do know. I do know that the NHL and the beat writers surrounding the NHL are super mad at me and you and everyone else for uh, like laughing at rumors or retweeting <laughs> rumors. But there are rumors because of your lack of transparency. Right. That's yeah. why there's a rumor. Now. If you were just transparent, Chicago Blackhawks. NHL, just be transparent about what NHLPA. You us, yeah, you don't have to tell us exactly what happened, right? But give the beat writers a story to write. Yeah, and hockey Twitter won't start a rumor that the worm fucked Bedard's mom. I mean, oh wait, this just came in, guys. Oh shit, Corey Perry just signed. He he just signed a contract with. Uh, Brazzers, the Brazzers <laughs> team, I think. So, wow, that that is a scoop, Dave. Wow, Ranger Things podcast. We're always on the bleeding edge of NHL news. 
Um, subscribe. But, you know, that. it's just, and then, then don't come on Twitter and other forms of social media and and reprimand hockey fans for laughing at a rumor. I, I, like we're. I, I, <laughs> I, I, to add I thought to this is America. Yeah, to add to that, it's not even just like laughing at a rumor. It's like everyone who was laughing about it or spreading the rumor knows that it, that's not what happened. It's everyone a fucking joke. That, yeah, it's a fucking knows joke. That Corey Perry did not sleep with Connor Bedard's mom. Been, she is a smoke show, though. Did you see her? Yeah. Um, yeah. But <laughs> but the thing is, like, it's a it's a fucking joke and. All of these beat writers, this is just old media, like not just not getting how normal people just think. And it's like, hey, we're all having a laugh. Wouldn't it be funny if this was the case? Let's make some more jokes about it. And the more mad that the media got at it, the more people spread the rumor because Mm -hmm. it was making them mad. Like they don't get yet that people fucking hate them and just want them to just do their job and shut up. No one cares about. Larry Brooks. We just care about what the fuck he has to say about the Rangers. And, right? You know, it's, it's something that occurred to me over the course of the week, so I had to do some digging. And I, you know, I maybe I maybe I'm wrong and I just didn't find it, but as far as I know, like there wasn't this reaction when every back page in America and every every basketball blog and basketball beat writer and basketball Twitter account was talking about the affair that LeBron James' mom had with one of his teammates. Well, because that was actually true. Right. Well, here's what I'm saying is that that got spread before anybody could verify it or not. That got spread across the sports world just like this did. And there was no fucking outrage. Mm-hmm. Nobody came. Nobody went on social media and told us to stop joking about LeBron James' mom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a bit of a fucking double standard. And you know what? Look, I, am I a bigger hockey fan than a bas- basketball fan? Absolutely, no question. Is Connor Bedard maybe the biggest hockey? Uh, maybe the biggest talent to enter this league in a very long time. Probably. Is he an eighth of what LeBron James is? No. We don't know. Probably not. LeBron James is the single greatest American athlete to ever fucking, to to ever step onto the planet. I mean, okay. I'm not going to argue that, but he's as, he was far more important to the NBA than Bedard is to the NHL. And 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 will LeBron James will be more important to the NBA 50 years after he retires then Connor Bedard will be hoisting a Stanley Cup over his head. Yeah. That's the truth. That's what makes this a little bit more irritating. Is that nobody gave a fuck when it was a lower middle class black woman from Cleveland in no, the middle of I a don't, room I don't I don't I don't know if it's I'm not gonna it's not Akron. a race thing. I, I, there's an image. There is a fucking Carlo, there's an image white suburban mom caught up in a fucking sex scandal. Uh, I don't think this is it. I don't think this is the move. I mean, (laughs) I think, but what's the, go ahead. ahead, What's the, what's, what's the actual scandal though? It's two, like as far as the rumor goes, it was two consenting adults. Dave, my point is, is that nobody comes on Twitter and yells at me. If I make jokes about, about LeBron James, black mother having sex with a teammate in Akron, Ohio. 
I think so. You think it's, it's like a race thing, or it's a, a sport and a race thing together? But, or but if, but if I go on Twitter and I make fun of I, and, I, I, I don't and, know. and I make jokes about Connor Bedard's blonde hair, blue eyed suburban mom getting her back blown out by the worm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a piece of shit. No, I, I, but like, I don't think it's a race thing. I don't think it's a socioeconomic thing. It's I an think image it's, thing. It's an image. No, thing, it's Robert. it's a lame. It's a lame hockey thing. This is where hockey is fucking so lame. It's, is it because everybody that around the NHL, not just Batman and 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 other uh, front office men, but like like you said, the media is. Everybody's so buttoned up and they're so it's so precious. Oh, our precious yeah. fucking sport. We cannot afford to have any salacious thing happen with our fucking sport. It has nothing meanwhile, to do meanwhile, with race. It's the most salacious league. It's the most sal- there's more yeah. there's more controversy hidden in the, <laughs> in the in the back rooms of the fucking NHL than in any other league. Maybe yeah. I will concede that it, to a portion it is what you're saying, Carlo. But I do think that it, that I am at least somewhat accurate here. That there is an image thing. No, when I, it comes I don't. To, when it comes when it comes to Connor Connor Bedard's mom, it's an I image. I think thing. I think the image is what the NHL and the NHL media want the NHL to be presented as versus what it actually is. And I think there mm-hmm. is a giant disconnect because, like you said, what you said is exactly true. This league is crazy fucked up. Right, we still don't know what happened with the Hockey Canada incident. We and don't I think we're know. Never gonna know. We're never going to know. We are never going to know about a vicious gang rape that happened with current NHL stars. We're never going to know about it because this league is so fucked up that a little tiny stupid internet joke is going to turn the whole media apparatus on its head. The NBA, they're having fun over there. They don't give a shit. It's a rumor. If it's real, if it's not, it doesn't matter. It's just getting people to watch the game. It's not a race thing. It's it's a it's a stunad fucking NHL thing. They're idiots. They're old bastards. Now, to 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 link them both together, like, do you think because there's such uh, nefarious and like really like fucked up shit going on in the NHL, that's why they're getting upset about this rumor? I, you know I mean, I saying? don't know if it, they're like I don't know if they're like <clears throat> human sacrifices in the in the, in the no, New York but I'm office. As but, far as like sexual assault, and, yeah, they, and there's a lot like to that. hide. Yeah, they're, they're being yeah. over cautious because they're hiding so much, right? For sure, absolutely. Let's Brendan's, go on to a lighter. Note. Brendan's this absolutely is, is, texting this... us right now, and I have no idea what it's going to be. It's going to be fun. Uh, I'm <laughs> not. I'm not. <laughs> Can we go um, to a lighter note? This yeah, is, yeah, this yeah. Is, uh... All right. So uh, um, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so a lighter note, Patrick Kane, folks. Patrick Kane. Speaking uh, of salacious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Patrick Kane signs to Detroit. Oh, poor Mickey eight, eight Rangers, whatever his name guy, is. On this guy, is, what a sad sack. Uh, he, we <laughs> loved him a couple weeks ago. Um, two point seven five by one year. Uh, Patrick Kane signed with Detroit. He's not going to be a Ranger. Sorry, everyone. Um, I don't know. I mean, what do we think about this? I think it's a fair contract. I think it, it, it's a good fit on Detroit. He's back with the Brinkat. 
Um, but if if Detroit's out of a playoff spot, come come trade deadline. No. I think he's getting moved. Obviously, well, to who? Not the Rangers. No, I don't think the Rangers have have any space for him, any money for him. I don't. I I don't think they should. If they no. did, no. I've, um, I've, I, I've, I heard, I've got a plan for that money, Dave. We'll talk about it later. But well, I just think <laughs> you know by that time the Rangers should be full power in the system. You know. Oh, yeah. Construct the con, fucking ready, and just you know, just that's it. Like you have, you don't fuck with the machine. But the thing, when, the when thing, we're making moves Dave, to the right. deadline. Oh, go ahead, sorry, Carl. Go. Well, go I, I, just on the Kane bit, right? Like there are Ranger fans, probably very few, who think that Kane should still be a Ranger, and they think that there is some weird machinations in place to make Kane a Ranger at the deadline because of exactly what you said, Dave. When Detroit's not a contender, which they might be though, they think they're good. Um, yeah. Does Kane make them better marginally? Um, you know, here's a couple of things, Carlo. Yeah, please. One, we don't know. We we, I think it's pretty unlikely that Detroit are sellers at the deadline. Right. Uh, I don't think they'll be far enough out of a playoff position, if not in one, at the deadline to be selling off assets. That's one. Two. 37 games. I think it's 37 games is the longest anyone's ever lasted. It was like 42 or something like that. It was, it's a right. little bit more. It's like was in the that, 40s. Yeah. Was that Backstrom? I think it's Backy. Backy lasted yeah. the longest. So let's see if this guy could even fucking play. Who, right. like, I, I'm not concerned with him not being a Ranger because I'm not even 100% sure he's going to be a Red Wing. Yeah. I mean, he'll. I think he'll close out the season. And it, we'll see how far he gets into the playoffs if they make the playoffs. I don't think he's playing next season. Yeah, I don't think there's a shot in hell. I mean, no. listen, I, you know, going against the uh, looking at the history of the surgery, of the hip shaving surgery and all that stuff, it doesn't look good. Nope. Do I want him to succeed and, and, and be there for another year or two? I, oh, I think that would be fucking awesome. That would be great yeah. for the NHL. That would be great for him. Awesome. I'm, I'm all for it. But, um, yeah, it's, you're kind of – you know, you're fighting the tide on this one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, fucking time. She's a fickle bitch. And it's not, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not in his favor. Time. Father time. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's a non, it's just a non factor for us. Yeah. You know, the, the, like the next time we even have the potential to see the Detroit Red Wings is when we're eliminating them from the playoffs. Pat, you know, for, no. those, for for the for the Ranger fans who wanted Patrick Kane, I promise you that if we meet Detroit in the playoffs, Patrick Kane will not be the reason why they eliminate us. Yeah, he, he's. I I mean, again, he makes Patrick them marginally be the better. Why, Patrick Kane might be the reason why we eliminate them. Yeah, it's very possible that that if we yeah because he is taking up the spot and he's. He claims to have not lost a step. He claims to feel better than he has in years. But this right. this is like you're just plugging a hole on the tire. You know, it's right. not going to last. And here's long. the thing. You know, like we've talked about how Ranger fans just are just fundamentally bad hockey fans a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Kane is not the type of hockey player that the Rangers need at the deadline. You know, we have like four the, of them already. We, you know, we have people who create. You know, Artemi Panarin is a fucking bad man. I'll say it again. He's a dog. I mean, to watch him tonight was just a some that was a awesome. masterpiece. What a game! You know, just to see the way he's playing. So we've got Panarin. 
Lafreniere, by the playoffs, Lafreniere will be Lafreniere gets better every fucking game. His every, physical like, game him is in Panarin, so nuts. You see him in Panarin on the bench during the game, uh, just laughing and just fucking punching each other and joking and talking about shifts with smiles on. Like they're having fun. Oh yeah, Lafreniere and Panarin are having fun. Lafreniere and Panarin look a lot like Panarin and Kane did that first year. Panarin was in. Yep. Like yep. like. Panarin has taken Lafreniere under his wing like Kane took him under his wing. Panarin under mm-hmm. his wing. Seven years ago. Yeah. It, uh, it's good. It's great to see. We've got the two of them. We've got Mika, who creates. You know, we've got Heedle hopefully coming back, who has the potential to create. Trocek has the potential to create. Fucking Jimmy Vesey has the potential to create. You know, Cooley Kako, if he can has get, the potential to create. Yeah. If Kako could get healthy and get going, he has the potential to create. But we, you know what we need at the deadline is we need motors. We need we need legs. We you know, Chris Drury, if you're listening, he is. Go go get me fuck. Go get me fucking uh, what's Tyler Bertuzzi? No. Well, yeah, that'd <laughs> what? be great. Yeah, that'd be great. You know what, Chris. We're on a first name basis, me and Drury. Chris, Chris, if you're listening, go get me Anthony Duclair. Yeah. Go get me Anthony Duclair. How old is did Duclair you, now? Who did you see the way he was skating tonight? Yeah, he looks I missed good. the entire dude, game. He, dude, he's been so good all season. This has been his like renaissance season. He's been so good. Dude, it, go. now do you think he looks so good all seasons because the sharks are so fucking bad? No. No, he looks good even though he's being isolated by defenses. Like he's being yeah. double teamed, he's being isolated, and he's still finding ways to create time and space. He's like he is not. Tonight. Yeah, he's not getting favorable matchups. He is like he is the reason San Jose is in any positive situation. Bro. And, Bro. The, and San Jose has been good the past. I mean, good relatively the past week or so. San Jose has mm-hmm. been getting out clawing out of the basement, dude. Um, Kreider, Mika, Duclair, filth, filth. Yeah. Well, I want to talk uh, about. No, let's. Well, let's. We'll, we'll get into this later. We'll one, more one more thing. One more. One more thing. The Devils. I took. I had to take a breath there because I have to like reset my mental state <sighs> here. The Devils are in. We spoke about it last week. They're in trouble for Bro. goaltending. Dougie Hamilton. He's going on IR for a torn pectoral muscle. Dave, can you tell me about torn pectoral muscles? Yes, he's done for the season. Um, you know, when you tear your pec muscle, it doesn't matter how severe or, 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 or I guess non-severe it is, it's going to affect your entire upper body in that arm, you know, whatever, the left or right pec. Oh, yeah. You know, he, he, he's done He's done for eight months. Hands down. And, and, and I and I want to say this. I, I had the privilege of watching uh, the monsters whip the shit out of Utica last night. Utica won in a barn burner tonight. Today, uh, seven to six, crazy game. But last night they got completely owned uh, by the Cleveland Monsters, and the Devils do not have a farm system. They Dude, don't. This team sucks. If I'm, if I'm a Devils fan. If I'm a Devils fan, first of all, I think I'm going to have to take Sandra's shoelaces and hire <laughs> if things keep going the way they're going. But if I'm a Devils fan, I'm right now I'm looking at 
what it took. I'm looking at like the like the pitiful, the pitiful return that Calgary got for Zadarov from a division rival. Well, the Zadarov. Uh, let's we can talk about that. Go ahead. And I, if I'm a Devils fan, I'm looking at that trade and I'm saying that like if that's all it took for a division rival to get Zadarov, then what could we have gotten him for? Yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah. Zadarov is like a, a third pair defenseman. He's not. He's a, 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 a stay at home defenseman, and that's what they. He's use, a stay at home defenseman. defenseman. He's a third pairing. He's not super great. Um, I think the I think the trade was fair. I think everyone is overvaluing him because of the comments in the media, and like he's maybe like, uh, you know, you want that guy in the locker room, but clearly. Calgary did not want him in the locker room anymore because he was talking too much about how shitty they were. So, well, he wanted out. He wanted out. He wanted, yeah, he wanted out. But again, I don't think he was, it, no one won that trade. It was, it was pretty fair, in my opinion. Um, yeah. I don't think Sorry. the Rangers need him, to be honest, on defense. No, I not think the they're core. The Devils. The Devils. Oh, uh, okay. Because you, you said we, and I, 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 I the Devils absolutely do need. No, the, Brennan was talking as the Devils' front office. Right. Gotcha. But also, if I'm a Devils, the fan, Devils I'm do at, need like, him. <laughs> if I'm a Devils fan, I'm looking at the money that somebody like Nick, that like Nikola got in the off season, and saying to myself, mm-hmm. like this, what was more like was Tyler Toffoli more necessary than than Adam than Ryan Graves? You know, I mean, yeah, like, that's a good question. I I I can't answer that. I I don't think so. You know, when you already like, have Nico, use Timo Meyer. You know, Miles Wood. You have these guys who could score, but Jesper Bratt. Yeah, you had all these guys who could score. You go out and you add somebody like Toffoli, which look, I like the Toffoli ad for the Devils. Toffoli is a great hockey player, but that's not. That's that wasn't an area of weakness, right? For you, you're it, they're it, weak on the blue line and they're weak in the crease, and they didn't address yeah. either one of those areas. Which you know, I, I think. Up... Go ahead. I think they were. I think they were feeling themselves too much uh, after they won the they won the Stanley Cup uh, against the Rangers in the first round last year, um, <laughs> and, and it kind of gave them this false sense of. Uh, uh, of assurance that they have a you know a good decor or, or good goalie tandem, um, yeah, they're uh, they're they're being exposed for well, the frauds that they are. Uh, if, if there's any evidence of a hockey, the hockey gods, it's look no further than this year's New Jersey Devils. Yeah, I mean, talk about getting knocked down a peg. I mean, I almost, <laughs> feel, bad, I almost feel bad for them. No, I don't. Almost. Don't do, don't do, don't do that. Don't do that, Brendan. All Not right. the fans, the team. I feel bad for the fans. We have our own, we have our own fucking industry. In, in, industry uh, injury, injury issues. Yeah, but you know, I mean, we're, doing, we're doing a good job of dealing with it. Like we have, uh, you know, we have not only is our actual <clears throat> roster deep, but we have a deep farm system. Uh, Hartford second place overall in the whole AHL. You know, we have a we have we did solid signings in the offseason. We like built up a system in which, yeah, 
Kako could be injured. Hito can be injured. Fox could be injured. Shesterkin could be injured. And we can get Quick through that period injured. making 18 points. Yeah, Quick yeah, could be I, I just, I, We're a lot deeper than I thought we were coming into the season. That's for sure. Yeah. A lot. But this is what this is what the Devils didn't do. I mean, they're a young team, so of course their their uh, farm system's a little bit depleted. But you have to be smart about like no team wins the cup without getting injured. No team finishes a season without injuries. The Rangers have been very lucky the past four or five seasons regarding yeah. injuries. Yeah, um, it's all coming back to bite us now in the, yeah. this year. But at least it's happening early. And fuck, I guess we can't complain, right? We're 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 still winning. Yeah, you know how much you know how many more points would we have if you know what I'm saying? I can't. If, I can't think of a game that would have been won on one of these guys. Yeah, I can think of maybe like I don't know, maybe that wild game that we lost in the shootout. If we had Heedle, yeah, maybe that yeah. game. Yeah, baby. You're talking about another two points. So. Which extra? We're just extra first place in the whole league. Fucking suck it! <laughs> um, swap them up. So let's swap them up, boys. Um, so let's talk about this past week. I think we, so we had a game against Buffalo, kind of a stinker. Um, <sighs> Kako, that's that coming. Yeah, but uh, you know, I, I there's two things. My two point aside from like talking about how kind of shitty that game was, my two main points here that I took uh, note of was one that bullshit hand pass call like that was kind of stupid it hit his elbow no we, we, yes yeah, I'm looking at the rule right now and it's about and it, it literally says uh, here it is he directed the puck to a teammate uh, wait hold on stop or bat a puck with his open hand it has nothing to do with his elbow I can score a goal off my elbow there's no rule. Yeah, you could do it. that. You could do this as long as it's underneath the crossbar. Ch- they, they, they're both demonstrating the chicken wing. The chicken wing. We're just we're doing chicken Bob Backlund now. Bob Backlund. <laughs> Bob Backlund has me in a chicken wing here. Um, but yeah, it, that was shitty. The second point here is that Kako injury. Was that not a slew foot? A little bit. A little bit. Both His seconds. whole a little bit of a slew foot. His whole uh, and you can't see me. Maybe you can. His whole left leg. I, who was that? Johnson, right? What is his name? Came. I, I mean, I've done this move myself. The whole left knee came under Kako's hip and pulled the whole leg out from under him. I've done. I've done this move many That's times. It's a fun. dirty move. I've seen him. It's it's not quite a slew foot because you're not kicking the feet out, but you're lifting the leg out to have the same effect. Dirty move. Did look no at his call. leg get bent. His leg get bent up as he's going into the oh. boards. It was oh, brutal. brutal, brutal, terrible. But yeah, it, but was, you it know, was next man up. Next man up, and you know what, Brodzinski, fucking Johnny Broads. No, I like Brod the Rod. That's my that's my nickname mm. for this guy. Brod the Rod. Yeah, Brod the Rod. Um, but he's I mean he's been playing well. So then we got Detroit. Um, great game. Comeback win, uh, VC again, hero of the game, stud. This guy is, and, and I, I texted you guys and you laughed about this while watching the Detroit game. So I'll say it here: Wheeler skates like his spine is made of rebar. This guy, it's again, like he, 
It's like he got into a boating accident, like Gloria Stefan. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. Guy, he's got like a he's got like a back brace on while he's skating. It's it's it's, it's, it's awful. It's ridiculous. It's like he's. It's almost like he's too big. It's almost like it's almost like if you're like he looks like he's trying to make his way through a crawl space or like a, like <laughs> a or like a low ceiling attic. Like why can't he stand up straight? I don't understand. He's like always at like a twenty five degree angle, stiff. You know, have you noticed that like with every game and every shuffle, he keeps getting knocked further and further down the lineup. I think mm-hmm. we're a few games away from him being a healthy scratch. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, yeah, the other um, again, the officiating is suspect here Look, in Detroit. I, I just wish we could get through one game. Just one fucking game without some sort of weird bullshit surrounding the officials. Yeah. I, I do appreciate that that second look at the Raymond high stick in which he pulled the stick into his Dude. own face. Yeah. How my funny was that? Is, my question is, I don't, you know, why, why isn't that? That should be, A, an embellishment. Right. And B, holding. Yeah. If I grab your holding. stick, that's a holding. Holding a stick. That's two penalties he committed. So why, if you could look at it and say that, and say that, that it wasn't a penalty on, what was it, Cooley or? Uh, I forget. Whoever. I... Uh, then why can't, we, then why can't those, th- those other two penalties be assessed at that time? That's that's a very valid question. I wish I had the answer. Um, other than the fact that the NHL officiating is awful and corrupt and against the Rangers at all times, it seems that's that's the only thing I can come up with. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's. I'm not going to sit here and say there's an NHL conspiracy against the Rangers, although I, I do want to say that. But there's <laughs> they definitely get the shit end of most calls. It's it's bad. Uh, Funny well, enough, how about I, the bat? The bat out of midair with uh, the VC had right I thought the crossbar. Sure oh back. yeah, I thought for sure that was coming. That, back. that was the first. That was the first goal that they scored that didn't get called back when they went to Toronto. That's right, which is mm-hmm. monumental right now. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Something must have happened. Somebody from the somebody from the MSG, like MSG Corp. Has somebody in the in the Toronto office off like somebody in the Toronto's office is kid in a basement somewhere? <laughs> Jimmy Dolan's like you are yeah. G- Gary Bettman's grandson's in my basement with I got you, Billy I got Joel right tied, now. I got your daughter tied up in a Brooklyn basement. <laughs> it's, it, so it's during this Detroit game. One of my notes is, and this is going to be counter to one something I said earlier, is that. The Rangers have to do a better job of incorporating Shesterkin's ability to like make those long two line passes. Because mm-hmm. when he does them, they're great, but it seems like it's always catching someone a little bit off guard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I feel like maybe they should work that in. But again, the the next note is that he made a sloppy pass that led to a turnover. Um, yeah, that so, led to a goal. Yeah. Well, I think it's I think it's just indicative of. You, we have a, a, a good influx of new personnel players uh, in the lineup that maybe aren't ready for that jelly that Shesterkin's serving up 
uh, via two line passes. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, ha- have faith in the system, and and the process is is, is gonna is gonna shine through. And I think they're gonna utilize that later in the season to their advantage, um, especially like uh, well, he, on he still PK does it well nice. on on. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be great. <laughs> But like definitely on the power play, you see it. You see it come. Mm. Uh, you know, it works really well oh, yeah. when the you know defending team is, is is going for a line change, catching them off guard a little bit. But yeah, um, you know, we we also got to remember that Shesterkin was hurt for mm-hmm. for a prolonged period, so he didn't get enough reps in game time reps, and he hasn't really fully hit his stride. He hasn't hit his rhythm 100%. yet. Hundred uh, percent uh, of this of this early season. And um, by Chris, by by after Christmas, I think he, once he's humming, everything else is going to fall into place, and that's it. You know, the, yeah. you know the blue the blue tide is going to roll in. How furious is he that Jari got an empty netter? Oh my god! Before he did, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I always appreciate a goalie goal, but man, it's just if anyone deserves it, it's just Durkin. It's just right. there. yeah. You know, I think as 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 great as it is that we won three out of the four games that they've played since the last time we've met to do a podcast, it's still been a pretty sloppy week. I think they're probably their mm-hmm. best overall game was the Detroit game. There was their most yes. complete game. You yeah. know, they were the yeah. clear cut better team for fifty uh, for fifty eight minutes of that game, fifty nine yeah. minutes of that game. Um. And just Huso had a, played a fantastic game. Yeah, he. I mean, Detroit defensively was very good as well. I mean, I, I can't take that away from them. But yeah, Huso right. and the, the the Detroit defense were really good. But yeah, you're right. The Rangers that was their best game this week. But head and shoulders you know, above the, everything else. The Nashville game was sloppy. That was bad. Uh, that the was a Nashville really bad game, game. And today's game are both games that we lose last year. One hundred percent. I'm confident about that. What I like <laughs> about – I'm sorry, Dave. Uh, but no, you're fine. The, the second period line shakeup in the Nashville game, that – one, oh, yeah. I love that it happened. Two, I love that he stuck with it all last game and this game in San Jose. Those lines are still playing tonight, and they worked. Like, And I think that is indicative to Lav's – challenging the players saying you cannot rely on chemistry play the fucking system i will put this lineup in a blender and we have to get the same results and you know what two come from behind wins yeah and uh, and at the same time it's like that's like his first lineup shakeup all season pretty much well like yeah. where, which they whereas, needed where, whereas like last year galant was just fucking mixing and matching like uh, I don't know. Well, like a blind what, Gallant, man. what Gallant would do last year is Gallant would put lines in a blender if things were going poorly today, and we'd lose. And then the next game, they'd be right back to where they were in the, like to begin mm-hmm. with. Like he didn't leave things. He didn't identify a line starting to click. He also he also put he also did it way too early. Like you yeah. notice, like Laviolette didn't do anything to the lines after the first national loss or the first Columbus loss. Mm. You know, he was like, it's early. We're going to, we're going to give it 10, 15 games before we change anything. Right. You know, I, 
I do got to say that that third period of that Nashville game, the Rangers were a force. Mm-hmm. They, they, they were, they period. were un, unstoppable in that, in the third period. And, and Roach, know, think, holy shit. What a game. Dude. Roach. Roach is, he's, you know, I tweeted something yesterday watching the game where he, in my opinion, is just becoming the most valuable member of our team. Absolutely. He's just, he's, he's a Swiss army knife. He's whatever you need him to be. This is the guy that we saw, like we thought we were getting when we, we signed him mm-hmm. last year. We're finally seeing Abs- that guy. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I just think, you know, what was I going to say? I, don't know, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh. So, so tonight's game, the San Jose game. I mean, that was a bad game. We won. We found a way to win, yeah. but they were very, 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 very sloppy. Yeah, like I think just a lot of lactic acid in the thighs from mm-hmm. from the game and the flight yesterday. Slow start. I, uh, they picked it up in the second. You know, I, I, I don't know what I was gonna say. I, I watch Ranger fans on social media talk about today's game and yesterday's game. And I think that a lot of times people forget that there are like that the other team is also made up of people who get paid mm-hmm. to play hockey professionally and coach hockey professionally. You know, Nashville may not be in playoff contention, but that doesn't mean Nashville's not a good team. They're, I mean, they're a you very know? good team, actually. They've they still got, got a great goaltender. Yeah. They've still got, you know, arguably the best defenseman in the world in Roman Yossi. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Ryan Elite. O'Reilly's having himself a year over there. Forsberg. Forsberg is an elite level player. You know, yeah. they're, you know, they've got, they, they're not just going to roll over yeah. because I mean, it's and, your turn to beat them. And, and especially the like the Sharks. The Sharks aren't just going to yeah. roll over because it's your turn to beat them. And this is the thing you with know? the Rangers now. There's a, they're the best team in the league. They're playing head and shoulders better than most teams in this league. They're not going to get people to, to lay down to them. They're going to get the best game out of every mm-hmm. team that they come against. Exactly. This is if they keep playing everyone so circles, well, everyone circles our name on the calendar. Yeah, every team is going to come out of the gate. We want to beat the Rangers. This is going to be a fucking brutal season from this point forward. Everyone. Wants the Rangers Good. every game, Good. divisional, Western Conference. It doesn't matter, and you know we just so far they've been rising to the occasion, right? But you know I like that it hasn't been. When I think about what Boston did last year, Boston was embarrassing teams last year. Yeah, that was yeah. You know, uh, people would circle them on their calendar, and Boston would just manhandle everybody. That's not the case for us, you know. We are not, you know, a quarter of the way in, and this is, and it hasn't been without adversity. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not embarrassing teams. We are dealing with a ton of injuries. You know, we're struggling to to fall into a new system. Yes, I mean, and and that's the exact thing. It's like you have to keep in mind that that Boston team has had that same system more or less for a decade. Yeah, and. All those players, especially last year, the you know the, the ones who uh, wound up retiring, you know they knew they they were proven, tried and proven, and they knew how to win. They knew exactly what they had to do. It mm-hmm. was 
It was second nature to them. And the Rangers are still learning the system and getting getting their skates underneath them to to uh, to be able to handle teams. And what they have to stop doing is playing down to teams. Yes. But that's going to come in time by January, by February. They're going to be fucking humming. And I'm, 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 I'm sticking my flag in the ground right now. Yeah. And I will fucking die on this hill that the Rangers <laughs> Don't do that, Dave. <laughs> by February will be by and large head and shoulders above everybody else in the league. You know, yeah, I mean, stop. I agree. You know, I've spent the last 30 years like being superstitious and that clearly hasn't worked. So I'm going to try not being superstitious. The Rangers are going to win the Stanley Cup. It's going to happen. The Rangers are the best team in the league. There I yeah. have not 23 games in, I have not seen a single team that can go 7 with the Rangers. It's not close. Dallas. Dallas is the only team I've watched play that can that can hang with us in in a series in in a series. It's not Vegas, that's for sure. No, they're paper tigers out there. They're beating the hell out of West Coast teams. But you think when's our next? uh, Oh, I'm sorry. No, good day, good. No, I was just gonna say when's we have another game against Dallas, correct? Yeah, and it's gonna be at the Garden. I guess yeah. the next game, it will yep. be. Uh, let me go pull up the schedule. Here. Do we have a yeah? Do we have a time frame on that? Because I think that that is really and if it's if it's in fucking January, February, man, that's you're gonna see a fucking masterclass in retribution mm-hmm. and beatdown that the Rangers are gonna you know give the stars. Mm-hmm. Let's see. They're gonna be seeing stars. Ooh. I tell you what, we've got a big we've got a big <laughs> a big test coming up in a couple of games. Against mm-hmm. the Kings. That's going to be... That is, yeah. That, the, the, the Kings, Kings... If it's not the Rangers, <laughs> it's the Kings. The, the the Right now, the NHL power rankings are doing the Kings dirty. Yeah. The Kings are way... They're way better than people are letting on. I watch a lot of Kings hockey on the West Coast, and they are a good fucking hockey they're team. They're very good. Uh, Dallas uh, is February 20th. Next week is going to be a tough week. Oh, that's that's right around the deadline too. Yeah. Who who's who's the main netminder uh in, in, in LA? Is it Copley or is it uh who went out there? Crap. You know, who's their main know. starting goalie? I don't know, I'd have to look it up. Yeah, I think I think they're going with like a little bit of a tandem here. Um I, Dude, next week is gonna be tough. Next week is Kings, Leafs, Ducks, Bruins. So That's gonna be a tough predictions. Week. Are we gonna are we gonna make some predictions on this? Do we well, want to get in this? first. First, we have to get through. Uh, first, we have to. But by the before we talk again, they'll have only played uh, three games: the Senators and the Capitals. Mm-hmm. It depends on when we do the next one. If we do the next one next Sunday night, they'll have played the Kings as well. So, so just to answer Dave's question about the Kings, Talbot is their number one for sure. Copley okay. has played. Six games, but six good games. But Talbot, right. Talbot's the guy, and he's having a hell of a season. Like, and just... he loves he loves to close the door on us. Yeah, yeah, he's still got that huge chip on his shoulder. Rightfully so. I mean, he's. I mean, he got a raw deal. <laughs> I have to admit. Um, I mean, he looked like shit in Ottawa, but you know, and I mean, that's, but that's and, an... uh, 
Where, where else yeah. was he on the West Coast before? Edmonton. <laughs> Edmonton, that's right. Which he looked like shit there, too. He's a fucking goalie grinder. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm looking at the schedule, and how is it possible that we don't play the fucking New Jersey Devils again until February 22nd? Well, the, biggest for playoffs, rivalry. for the playoffs, that because the assumption was that's going to be have playoff implications or at least seeding implications, and frankly, it's that's going to end up being a throwaway game. Mark my words, next Rangers Devils game is going to be a throwaway game because the Devils will be so far out of contention. How this league does not see the like the flaw. In their like in their thinking when it comes scheduling. to scheduling and mm-hmm. playoff structure, right? Yeah, they, they don't listen. We all have cool new third jerseys to buy. Just, <laughs> just shut up and buy them, Brendan. Now, now do, do we think that they're going to be around for next season when the uh, the Devils? The no, they're gone. Switch? They're going to get relegated. <laughs> no, no, I mean the third jersey for the Rangers. I think that's going to be around when Fanatics takes over the fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rangers. I don't. I think so. So yeah. from what I understand, so Fanatics is – I think Fanatics is taking over the production that Adidas set up. Okay. So they, sh- if the Rangers wear them next season, they should be the same jerseys essentially. They just but want like, to have the Adidas logo on them. They'll have a Fanatics. Right, they might have a Fanatics logo on them. But yeah. Fanatics, I mean, th- their jersey-making qualities is not going to be as good as the Adidas. To be honest, no, 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 right? no, no. That's the thing. They're taking over the Adidas operation, so Adidas set up the operation, and they're which is high quality oh, stuff. And okay. Fanatics is just taking that over. Will things degrade? Possibly. I don't want to say probably, but probably. Um, the fan made gear is gonna fucking take a complete nosedive because they don't give a shit. They never gave a shit. Right. right. Don't don't order anything on like don't or, like if you want a Ranger jersey, you're gonna have to go to the garden and buy one. Or just go mm. to like a third party website that gets the authentic jerseys and they'll do the lettering for you. Like mm. don't give the NHL.com your money. Or you could just like if you don't want to have to buy a ticket to a Ranger game to go buy a Ranger jersey, just go to the NHL shop in the city yeah. and buy your jerseys there. That's that's gonna be my plan. So buy a plane ticket, come to New <laughs> no, York City. Most Ranger fans live in New York. I don't know, man. We got a pretty big presence in Florida. You know, you know, everybody from New York retires there. Yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, but let's, Carlo, let's... I agree with you. I think the third jersey will – I think it's going to be a true third jersey where it's around for a couple of years, which means we have the potential to get two more jerseys this year. Well, we're definitely going to get a stadium series jersey. Right. Right, which and would be nice. Is there going to be a reverse retro jersey this year? I don't think no. I think the reverse retro is done. Hmm. Yeah, I think we're just getting one more. We're just getting the stadium stadium jersey after that that blue one with the emblem. Uh, but yeah, so I'm excited to see like the stadium series jersey. They're probably going to like um they're probably going to like release it like a month or a day beforehand. Um, uh, here's what I want to do now. I think we're at a good amount of time here. We've said everything we had to say. Uh, three stars. I, we're going to introduce a new segment. Ooh. Um, 
three stars, and there's of the three week. of us. Three stars of the week. Um, there's three of us, and there's three Ranger stars. So we'll each pick a star. Um, these are the Ranger players who we feel uh, are have been playing exceptional this week, or however, or we just like it. I don't know. Whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. Three stars. Uh, we're gonna start with Dave. Dave, well, putting you on the spot because my 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 pick probably is the most obvious pick and shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody. And it's uh, the bread man himself, uh, especially with tonight. He had a four point night. He had a Hattie. Um, Love it. I mean, he's he you know he had a little bit lull after his fifteen game point scoring streak, but uh, I think he's back in full swing again. You know. Light, light. It's a long NHL season. Things are gonna uh, goals and points are gonna ebb and flow. But I think Breadman's on it this year, and um, yeah, he's he's back at it again. Dude, he was such a fucking dog tonight, dude. So how good. many fucking turnovers did he create tonight? It was just ridiculous. Was that, that play to turnover. keep that play to keep the puck in the zone was absolutely mm-hmm. unreal. Can Can I point out something? I don't know if you if you guys have noticed this throughout this this season specifically. Uh, I've noticed he's been doing something that really reminds me of uh, Datsuk, and he's been doing like the reverse check, yes, especially yeah. when he's got the puck, and it's it it is paying dividends mm-hmm. for him, and I I fucking love it. I I think more players should do that, especially on the Rangers, obviously, because like I say, you you make a hit to make a play, you 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 take a hit. To make a play, mm-hmm. and it's all gonna come. It's all gonna fucking pay out in the end. You just gotta well, fucking I, hit whether you have the puck or not. Yeah, you, you see a lot of when you go on Twitter or on YouTube, you see a lot of clips from from the practice facility. And one of the things I think, uh, what's his name, the the bald assistant coach, Muse, Muse. Yeah, one of the Dan Muse. One of the things that he. Uh, that he's doing, he's like spray painting like circles and squares on the ice. Like he's creating these really small spaces, and he's making players who are typically uh, good at open ice, like Panarin or Lafreniere. He's like he's having them compete for the for time and space in these tight little areas, mm-hmm. uh, and you're like you're seeing that pay dividends in the game. Like you see, I know Dave, you missed the game, but tonight, Carlo, did you see? Remember that one move that Alexi Lafreniere had, like he pulled on like the Red Wings twice last year, where he like went through his legs, jumped over a skater, yes, then scored. Did you see him do that tonight? But then just miss. He missed wide a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, like and then Panarin, obviously, with that, with all of that play at the blue line, uh, you you're seeing it pay dividends. Yeah, what, the, the stuff that Dan Muse is doing the, with these the, players. The, con- the confidence. I mean, to say Panarin has gained confidence this season sounds insane, but he has, right? To, the confidence of this team in general has, has just been skyrocketing. It, it, it's it's fun to watch. Um, and yeah. and to point out, like you know, I, I I had no idea that Muse had them doing that in practice, but the job that this coaching staff has done because they had to have watched tape from last season. And when you look at it as a whole, a lot of times when a player, uh, when we're, when one of the players is in the offensive zone and they're being pressured a little bit, there was a little bit of hesitation, unsureness, 
and they would cough up the puck or or you know mm-hmm. make a bad pass or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now with this, this is actually you could see it. It's 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 tangible. Yeah. So it's 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 a far cry from what they were last year when having the puck, creating space, and making a play. It's I, I fucking love it. It's just I don't know. It's just it's night and day, man. It, it, I I follow Molly Walker. Uh, you guys know who Molly Walker mm-hmm. is, right? Beat writer mm-hmm. for the Rangers. I follow her on Twitter, but then I also listen to her podcast, and you know she talks to the coaching staff every day. And one of the things that she says that the coaches talk about a lot, it's almost like a theme in with the coaches and in the room is compete level. Yeah. Like mm. That's the theme of this season competition. They're competing. They're competing against each other in every practice. Uh, they have a, I think the coaching staff has like a record posted, like, Blue shirts, v white shirts, v gray shirts, v you know they, they they broke they break them up into little teams, and their record against each other is posted in the in like in the locker room. That's awesome. Like they're competing That's against awesome. each other every day in practice. That's good. The, the level of competition is being raised by this coaching staff, and nights like tonight or like in Boston or the comeback win against Detroit, you know. They're playing playoff hockey in November and December. Yes. Because of this coaching staff. And they, they're getting better and better and better at it with every game. And, and, and I, I think it's oh, Go ahead. So I, I think it's important to point out that it doesn't look like they're taking much wear and tear throughout the the practicing and, and the game situation. Not like a, say a torts team did where you could tell you could you could see visibly see the fatigue mentally and yeah. physically on the team after, after, you know, rigorous well, yeah. practice. I mean, Torts well, was like, it's, throw it's, yourself in front of bad. the puck. Yeah. Well, they're, they're blocking a lot of shots this year. You know, guys like Benino and Truba and Lingren are doing what guys like that always do. But to Dave's point, I think like while Laviolette is running hard practices, he's not just like bag skating these guys. Right. Day. Right. You know, it's, it's not a Herb Brooks situation. It's a fun, you know, competitive, dude, hard practice. Yeah, he's hard on them, but then like you see the clip of him fucking, like, like hugging Jonathan Quick after the shutout last mm-hmm. week. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like he's like he runs he runs a tight ship, but he's also there as a support structure, yeah. like a like a like an entity, a support system for his players. Yeah. I love it, man. I fucking love it. He's raised a level of compete. On this team, it's fun to watch them play hockey. And Dave, way to kick off the new segment with Artemi Panarin because <laughs> I this love. Guy's a fucking thank you for stem. helping me. Thank you for helping me transition back. So we're going to second star to me. Uh, I pick Mika Zibanejad. He's finally turned it on. He's got a little yeah. bit of a point streak here. A couple goals, looking good. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy. Are we back to Magic Mika? Not quite. We're getting there. Man, He's heating up. Coming. He's got to hit the Me. fucking net. He's got to hit yeah. the fucking net. Yeah, but he'll get there. He's doing it. I think. I think Mika. Uh, what is it? Five, or six games point streak now. Yeah. Um. He's, he's six or he's, seven. Yeah. No, it's not quite seven. Uh. But he's heating up. Maybe it is. But he's looking you know good. I see the, he's getting there. You know where I see the biggest improvement in Mika's game? I mean, Mika's still the like. The best, I think Meek is the best 200 foot hockey player on the team. Yes. When it comes to offense, transitioning to defense, transitioning back to offense, 
Mm-hmm. You know, he's you know, he could play on the kill, he could play on the on the power play. I Mika Zibanejad's the best two hundred foot hockey player on the team. Yeah. I think his game has really improved on the dot. And yeah. that's I think he's like fifty seven percent or fifty eight percent. I mean the whole team is right now. Well he's I think he's fifty seven percent on the dot and he's not the best on the team. Trocheck is over sixty. So he's by far not the best. Like Trocheck is right. a beast. Trocheck yeah, and Benino Trocek, are then Benino, then Zabanajad, then um or whoever Goudreau, is, who, anyone else. Bonino. Um, but like the no, this, those are the three only notable centers taking faceoffs on the Rangers at this point, right? Like, um, but yeah, I, I like Zabanajad. His game, you can see he's playing with a little bit more confidence. Yeah, he's getting. He's not frustrated. He's, he's not as frustrated. He's definitely not as frustrated. He's you know he's you know no pun intended letting letting his, letting hair, his out. hair down. Yeah, letting his hair <laughs> down. Um, thank you. You've read my mind, Brendan. But yeah, I think he's he's just doing a great job, and I, I I'm very excited for when he actually heats up. He is not he, actually Joe and Sam were talking about it today. He's getting there. He's not quite heated up. Mm-hmm. He when he hits that streak, five, six, seven game goal streak, then you know the rest of this league is in trouble, bro. Isn't it fucking crazy that we are right now eighteen four and one with thirty seven points, and like Mika hasn't really woken up yet. Uh, Heedle's out. Yeah, you know what Kako's I mean. out. Kako's out. Fox Blake missed four Wheeler. games. Blake Wheeler's <laughs> getting dragged around by this team. <laughs> yeah, scary dude. It's scary. it's it's scary times. You know, we've got call ups in every like every part of our roster has a call up in it. Has had yeah. a call up in like. Our, all four lines have had a call up on it. Our defense has had a call up, and it. Our we we, we our won goalie. a game with Louis Domingue yeah. in that. <laughs> I mean, this is we're a wagon, bro. It's a wagon. Bro. Don't be afraid, Ranger fans. Don't be afraid to say it. We're a we're a fucking wagon. Don't be afraid. <laughs> Jump I'm, on it. Uh, yeah, so, so uh, all right. Speaking of call ups, Brendan, who is the who's our first star of the week? Our here? first star of the week. Thanks for the setup, Carlo. You got thanks it. For the, thanks for the thanks for the meatball over the plate. Uh, for you, anyway. <laughs> my star of the week, and I think the hands down first star of the week. I know Panarin. Panarin's had a flashy week, but I think the hands down number one star of the week goes to the guy who's a little bit. He's a little bit responsible for getting five v five Mika going over the right. last two games, right? Yeah. And that's fucking. Brian the Rod. Brian there we Rod. go. There we go. Brian Thank you. the fucking Rod. <laughs> I mean, Johnny Brzezinski is a story right now. Yeah. He's a story. Look, I know I know that a lot of people wanted to see Othman. The second cock we found out Kaka was hurt, you know, Twitter went off. Othman, Brennan Othman, Brennan Othman, Brennan Othman. Look, is Brennan Othman going to get his time to shine? Absolutely. But – I like I have so much respect for the for the staff right now because this was the right move for several right. reasons. One, because Brennan Offman, look at what he's doing. The kid still needs time to cook. He's great. He's playing great hockey down there. Mm-hmm. But Johnny Brzezinski, at when at the moment Kako went down, 
Johnny Brzezinski was the single best hockey player in the AHL. Yeah. He yep. was the point leader in the league. If you have to call somebody up, you do not pass over the point leader in their in the league. They made the right decision bringing up Brzezinski, and dude, he's he is making the most of this opportunity. Absolutely. I don't know how they're going to send him down. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the guy's got the the guy he he's been up for three games and has more points than Kako. Yeah. Mm. I don't I mean, know how they're going to send him down. I don't think they're going to. I think he can't. When Kako comes back, I think Wheeler's got to go. What do you oh, What do you think Brodzinski's success is? You think it's uh, Grandma's uh, pierogi or, or or what? What is What is he eating? Man? What do you, what do you think it's dietary uh, consumption? I just is? Think he's a Johnny complete Brzezinski, rod. You, you want to know? I think Johnny Brodzinski. He got a couple of call ups during uh, under under the Gallant regime, but. I don't think he was. Pro- I, don't, I don't think he fit that style of play. Yeah, Johnny Brzezinski's the the exactly, do sort of, do whatever you want style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that sort of free form, you know, open ice play. You know, Johnny Brzezinski's made for this Laviolette, you know, systems driven, systems hard nose, yeah, hard right. nose. I mean, Johnny Brzezinski, dude. I mean, four four assists in three games. How many hits does he have? Let's find out. Why you look um, to keep to, to keep harping on it too? It's like he's put into a position to be successful. Yes, I, we, we've been saying yes. this from day one. He's got to put these play. They're not putting him centering the second line. They're saying go do what Hedl did or do go do what Kako did. They say no, we're fitting you into what we have, and he's excelling. He's not just yeah. like plugging Bro, a role. He was They're reshaping the roster. Minutes. He was playing yeah. top line minutes tonight. I'm telling you, broad the rod, man. This guy is a fucking animal. And you know, I think, I think personally, and all the older gentlemen in the office, maybe you can attest. He just hit thirty, mm-hmm. so he's at peak fucking physical peak man. Yeah, man. He's peak man right now. We have to take advantage of this because in like two years, that shit is going right out the window oh, yeah. so fucking oh, yeah. fast. He needs to, he needs to get on some tests or some uh, HGH. He, he's going to get some tests. He's going to get on some trend. He's oh, do yeah. something, bro. Broad okay, the rod. So. Broad the rod. I'm talking to you. Get on trend. All right. Get on trend. I know a guy. So last night, two assists, plus two, two shots on goal. Four face-offs, one, two block shots. That was last night. That's a hell of a line. Right? Tonight, two assists, plus one, three shots on goal, one face-off win, one block shot. His Absolute first game rod. against Detroit on the 29th, he oh, he registered four shots on goal, and that that's his whole line. But that was his first game up. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It took him a game. He got comfortable. I mean... This so guy, what, how, so how many well, points like, in two games? Four points four. in two games? Four points in two games. But, like, there, there's trust. No yeah. matter who they're bringing up, there's there's trust between all the players. But, and I, I think that is key. But this is what I was talking about before. Point. This is what I was talking about before. When the shake-up, the lineup shake-ups, it's like, hey, play the fucking system. The system right. will get you through this. Buy in. Do it. And we'll, we'll, we'll win. 
right? It's not right. about like, oh, well, Mika plays only good with Chris and, you know, Brzezinski's going to make that weird. It's like, no, just play the fucking system. It doesn't matter who's in there. Next man up. Get in the system yeah. and, and do it. Win. Uh, Dave, to your point, not only is there trust amongst the players, but there's trust between the players and the coaching. Mm-hmm. Both mm-hmm. ways. You know, the coaches trust the players to put them in critical situations and the players trust the coaches. They, you know, they're buying into, you have to trust them to buy in Yeah, right. and they're cl- very clearly buying in. And here's what I love. I don't know if you, if you noticed this tonight, Carlo, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it was our fourth line that was on the ice when San Jose scored the fifth goal. Mm, yes, I think so. Right. And then there was a timeout. Yes. Then Lavila called the timeout. And the fourth line came back out. For the right right back season. out, yeah. He trusted him to right. do the job, yeah. So th- in that in that huddle, in that timeout, Lavulette calmed him down, talked to him, and then looked at the fourth line and said, look, I, I know you made a mistake. Here's an opportunity to go make, make it right. Go fix it. Mm-hmm. Go have a better shift right now than you just did. And they came out and they dominated that shift. Yeah. And it was all offensive zone time. So that that takes a lot. I mean, that that goes a long way for a player. And you like as people who played this sport and other sports, you know that when you fuck up, like the like the the only thing that can make it better is, is to getting get back out, out there, there. Yeah. Is getting back out there and having a positive impact as soon as possible. God, yeah. Redemption. And, you know, and that you, redemption. You want to erase that mistake. And what what's with, so with nice, and, and 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 not to diminish that point at all because that's absolutely correct. Laviolette has, with the Rangers having such a, a great uh, point total at this point, he has the flexibility where he can be more trustful. Because you know what, if he drops this game tonight, who fucking cares? Who cares? Who cares? We lost. Yeah, okay, we lost to San Jose. That stinks. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's more important that he's giving the players the trust. He's giving yeah. the players the responsibility so that they can live up to it. And that only is that is not only, but like it's largely possible because we've built this substantial yeah. uh, foundation. It, it, it's 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 an incredible season so far. I, 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 I really just, can't understate that. I just love that you know we've had some players on this team go completely invisible. Mm-hmm. over the course of the last 23 games. And he didn't do what the coach in Calgary did to Huberdeau and bench a, a, a guy for an entire period mm-hmm. because things weren't things weren't working out. Things weren't falling into place for that guy. You know, he, Laviolette, made the adjustments that needed to be made to get that guy going. Yeah. You know what? It's exactly. not going. Things aren't going the way you want them to go. I'm going to keep putting you in different situations. Let's figure it out. Until things start going your way. No. You know what? Things aren't your go. Things aren't like with Mika. You look at Mika early in the season. The puck isn't going in the net. Okay. That's fine. I can't, I can't help you build confidence by you putting the puck in the net. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to help you build confidence by you being a part of the puck not going into our net. And I'm going yeah. to put you in every critical defensive situation we've got. And that's how you're going to build your confidence. Yeah. And you know what? It worked. It fucking mm-hmm. worked. You know, uh, I, he did the same thing with Kako. 
And I think Kako's game was just starting to turn around. He got that lucky bounce. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, he gets hurt. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So I think I think we're good. Any, any parting words before I, I close it out here? Broad the rod. Broad. Dude, that fucking play that he had today on fucking Cooley's goal. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. On, ha- on uh, Panarin's third goal. Yeah. That was... That was fucking beautiful. That's highlight real shit. It's that's highlight, highlight real, real shit. shit. <laughs> highlight real shit. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, thank you all for listening. Remember, visit our website, rangerthingspodcast.com. Follow us on social. Just search Ranger Things. Send us an email. Contact at rangerthingspodcast.com. For Dave Pacheco. If you smell what love you let is cooking. Good night. For Brendan Lyons. Sign up for our Patreon to read my Johnny Brzezinski fan fiction. Good night. I'm Carlo Montanino. See you all next week. Ish. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>